Hey, consider this your invitation to the inaugural Mountaincraft Film Festival. Films, movies, motion pictures, whatever you call them. They're coming to Clarksburg, West Virginia, this coming September 29th and 30th. Four feature-length films by local filmmakers, as well as countless short films from Appalachia for Appalachia. Not to mention food trucks, artisanal vendors, networking opportunities, an immersive virtual reality experience, and much, much more. All under the roof of the beautiful historic Robinson Grand Performing Arts Center. Purchase passes now at mtncraft.com slash filmfestival. Sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with festival news. And don't miss out on a single story these voices have to tell. Sorry. I always feel like somebody's watching me. <laughs> Ooh, I am JR. And I'm Stacy. And we are back in the building. We haven't recorded in like two months. Right. And it's and then that shit feels good, you know? It's like we come back here to record. But we're doing a, a, a JR fan favorite tonight. This one's going to be wild. And we are wrestling fanatics. That's part of our relationship. I tried to make her a Samoan Joe fan. He's a fanatic. I'm a more it's, of just like an observer. It's more than casual. Her favorite wrestler is AJ Styles. Nah. Are you you oh, Finn Balor? No. You know my favorite. <laughs> it's your fault too. Biggie. Yes. Hopefully he gets to come back to wrestle. He was a great wrestler. So 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 let's start this off right. Our first major event was not a WWE event. Right. We both got pulled in in 2019 as our relationship was doing whatever it was doing and she did did you spring the idea up on me or did i come to you with the idea i swear i think you came with it i think i did yeah because it was a gift of some sort whatever it was for yeah we did whatever some, holiday birthday on anniversary birthday. it was like, it was like a october november type deal we went to baltimore mm-hmm. to the cow palace or whatever the fuck it was called <laughs> and we went and seen AEW full gear maybe is that what it was yeah called? it was a pay-per-view yeah, it was a pay-per-view she didn't play no games and we got to see an unsanctioned match mm-hmm. against kenny omega and john moxley who i still call dean ambrose you do someone correct me i dare <laughs> and Chris Jericho wrestled on there. Cody Rhodes wrestled. That was the match mm-hmm. where Cody Rhodes, if he lost, he could never challenge for the uh, AEW championship. I, I think. Yeah, and when he lost that shit, he's been losing. He's been losing for a long time. Right. All this hype around him. Because right. this was my second, second. event. Because you went to the big my, deal. My first was the um... Charleston, West Virginia show. No, the first one I went to. Remember, I took Jack to Wheeling. Oh, yeah, and you went to see WWE then? Mm-hmm. And then you were supposed to go to Corbin, Kentucky. And the only reason I remember that's because I passed by the arena and I took a picture and showed it to you on Snapchat, yeah. and I thought it was funny. Yeah, me and Jack were supposed to go to that, and then we didn't end up doing that. And then did we do the one in Charleston with the Rock and Roll Express prior to... That was after we had done... After me and you had went to it, because we'd gone to two WWE events. Right, but I think... No, that was my first... Me and Jack went to that one first because Y'all got I the, bought you the beanie. Yeah. The AEW beanie. Because I hadn't been to no AEW event by then. Right. And at this point, this was 
my first AEW event. Right, then. and that shit, that shit was, I was upset because that's when the tag team champions were crowned. Yeah. Yeah, and I forgot who they were because one thing I'm going to say, and this is a disclaimer, I love wrestlers in AEW, but AEW as a whole... Uh, See, we got away from AEW for a little bit because it it started weird to us. It had no storyline, but it was also new, so it was hard to develop a storyline. It was like getting your people out there knowing and all that stuff. So it's just... It's kind of one of those, oh, okay, I want to watch it and enjoy it, but it's like there's no rhyme or reason to what they're doing. I think they've gotten better lately. I see a few things pop up here and there. And I'm going to say this. And I know I always go on tangents about other stuff. What broke AEW for me was a fucking video game. <laughs> the video game, I bought it on the wrong system. I bought it on my PlayStation 5 because I thought people would play with me. I bought it, I brought it home, I played it. It played like some some Nintendo 64 game. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't expecting that. Cause, I mean, you gotta think it was their first game, though. Right. But I expected more from them. Yeah. I'm I'm a WWE guy when it comes to video game. And I'm just gonna say that. So that I mean, tra- I bet their first game wasn't very good. Hey, if you really want to... If, if they re-release their first game ever today, you would not enjoy it. Well, that's because I made graphics. You would think it is trash. Right. All right, well, either way, no matter what they've done to it, Stacy has never even attempted to play with me. I mean, I'm not much on wrestling games. I don't like them. I love them. Well, anyway, getting back to wrestling. So, in between that, AEW to me, when they lost Cody Rhodes, it submitted me going back to WWE at least on Mondays. No, what got me is that AEW... Was supposed to be different than WWE. Next thing you know, Chris fucking Jericho has the damn belt, and it's all about him. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry, no. Everybody knows Chris Jericho's name, so move on. Put somebody else in there. Prove to me that you're going to be completely different than WWE. And then when they put the belt on Hangman, see, I didn't even watch it. Right, that far. and that's my point. Like Hangman. Is not a main event dude. Right. He's Intercontinental U.S. Champion or whatever the belts are over on the other station, the TNT belt. He's a U.S. He's a middle mid-card champion. That's Mm -hmm. what Hangman is. I'm not impressed by the Young Bucks. I'm not impressed by the Young Bucks. I'm not impressed by... I'm a Kenny Omega fan, so that's, that's my problem. And I made him... I hyped him up way too much. You did. Because his wrestling style over here is trash ass. Right. He's not impressive. The WWE wouldn't hire him. He worked for him, and he never made the main roster. Mm. So my thing with Kenny Omega was he was having five-star matches, and then they bring over people from Japan, Will Ospreay, which him and Will Ospreay were in PWI's top ten for the last six or seven years. Mm -hmm. And as of today, one, two, and three is the shield for the top wrestlers. Okay. You know, and and it follows crazy. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and then Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. And for Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay not to be in the top five or mm-hmm. top ten, it's crazy because they they have more five star matches than anyone else. But when they wrestled, lackluster. Right, and that's the difference, a little difference between you and I. You know all this information. You uh, have followed it for years, many many years. Um, 
I say that like you're really old, but you're not. I mean, I'm 38. <laughs> I mean, and I have just been watching wrestling since 2017 or 2018. I, I refused to watch it beforehand. I mean, I just, it was fake to me. And then, you know, we started dating and I was like, okay, let me do that. Make this sacrifice for you. I will watch it with you. I'm like, okay, it's not that it's fake. It's, you know, entertainment. Yeah. Choreography. Yeah. And then the thing I like about you that was amazing is you started going to backlogs. I you did. Started watching. I started watching from, I think I went back to 2016 is the oldest I went to. Um, I think that's when it started on Hulu. All right. So basically right before C- right when CM Punk left. Right. Because they, the Bella Twins were on there. Oh, wow. I remember that. Oh, wow. 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 And what happened after that? I don't even remember. It was like, just the I, haze. Yeah. I liked them. Um, I started catching up. And like I said, they started, ma- not that they didn't start, but... I started realizing that there were storylines and it was basically acting within going out here and hurting yourself, right? getting yourself hurt, um, entertainment. And I found out that I, I enjoy it. And real quick, I want to do this and I always do something on the side. Rest in peace to, peace to Bray Wyatt. Yes. Because during this period, you know, we had the pandemic and different things. Mm-hmm. So wrestling got weird. Right. We started getting Goldberg was a champion one time. Kevin Owens was a champion. Braun Strowman. Right. All these, even Bobby Lashley was a champion. Mm-hmm. And wrestling got kind of weird. And then when once Drew McIntyre got it, it started getting normal. And then The Fiend had the belt for a while. He was wreaking havoc during this time. So I really liked his character. So just a quick thing I wanted to do for him, pay homage to him because he was a great wrestler. And right. Luke Harper, another yes. one. Yeah. See, I... I think they were doing their thing together when I first started watching it. And I didn't know whether I liked it or I didn't like it. I feel like it was such a great performance and idea because you didn't know which way to go. When I can sit there and be like, I don't like that guy. Like, I don't like that person. I don't like what they're doing, that means they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yes. And it took me a while to understand that. I think that's why I always was kind of like, eh, okay, what's going on? But then I'm like, you can't have everybody be good. You can't like everybody. You got to have heels. And that's that's what makes the, the whole thing because it's entertainment. You got to have good guys and bad guys. And so I'm like, after I started paying attention to that, I'm like, okay. And I, I never do fully watch for um, their wrestling talent, I guess is what I'm saying. I do follow along and enjoy more of the storylines. Right. So a wrestler like Ricochet doesn't matter to you. Right. No. All them extra flips and flips and flops and whatever you want to call them. And Yeah. And it's crazy because Ricochet is one of those guys that I like to watch him once in a while. Yeah. But we can put him on Saturday night main event that no one watches and he's still going to be happy. Right. Um, and I I think I only watched AEW to begin with because Johnny Moxley, Dean Ambrose went over there. And I enjoyed him in The Shield. Yes. Like, I, I did. I don't know why. Um, it was just something about um, the cocky attitude. 
I'm the boss. I'm better than you are. And I'm going to show you. But at the same time, he was kind of like, okay, I'm not afraid to get in there and get my hands dirty. And I like that you like him because you've seen the greatest thing that happens in professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. And this will never happen again. You saw how he got mistreated at the end of his WWE career. And he jumped ship. Right. And they allowed him. And And I've always had... I've always said something kind of fishy about that. Right. Because it's like, he just kind of like, why would you let one of your top guys, you had just put the world belt on like four months before. Right. Leave. But I mean, if the contract's over, you can't force somebody to stay. True. So if, if me as a WWE company, if I don't value my employees enough, it's just like working in a, um, grocery store you know if i'm not valuing my my employees enough you know they're gonna go find a job somewhere else that pays better or treats me better and at the end of my contract if you know didn't offer me more money or offer me better whatever goes along with it you, you know bye and what i liked about it was was that you got to see what wcw was like right because of that jump and the first six months of AEW were amazing it was their wrestling. The only thing was they had a lot of gaps because they were doing hardcore Japanese wrestling and all mm-hmm. these other things. And they were missing hits. They were missing pretty bad off of all in flips. Yeah. And they but s- to me, it didn't look awful. Right. As like a, an outsider view, like it still looked okay. It's like, oh, okay. I don't see this kind of stuff in, you know, WWE anymore because, you know, they wrestle safer. <laughs> right, yeah, they wrestle safer. So then this happened. We get nine months into it, and all it is is super kick, super kick. Right. Um, Sling blade, which is a move that uh, mm-hmm. Finn Balor does on TV. Everybody on AEW does a sling blade in their match. Right. You got you got to see the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm just like, okay. And... I think the way or the reason why it was so entertaining to us in the beginning, because we knew there wasn't going to be storylines. We were in the developmental areas of storylines and I didn't catch that. I didn't see any type of development. I didn't know half of the wrestlers, um, what we would watch on TV and see behind the scenes and see at live events never made sense. Like at WWE, you know, or you knew at this point, what um, wrestlers were going to be on the red brand, what wrestlers were going to be on the blue brand. And I get that AEW was so new, but still, it's like, let me shove Chris Jericho in your face. Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Johnny Moxley. Those were the only five that were like majorly pushed. Yet some of the men and women that we saw, I liked them a lot better. Right. And, and you still had those issues and I'm just like, okay, this is the same thing. Just ran by a different person. And I said, in the end of the day, the only, um, like innovative thing I think they did is they had a transgender champion. Yeah. And I think that was the only thing that was really innovative when I look back now. Right. And then we get to this point now where um, I like to spin around to women's wrestling real fast. AEW, from the jump, did women's wrestling in a good manner. Yeah, I felt like that they did present their, and still do, 
present their women a lot better than the WWE. When I first started watching the wrestling in 2018, I think is when they started the women's push from 16 to 18. I saw that major push there and they had their first women's pay-per-view match. And then all of a sudden we might have one or two women's matches on a pay-per-view if we're lucky. Right. Like what was the whole point of building all of these women up? And then all of a sudden you have nothing to do for them. Right. And, and then my thing with the WWE, Nia Jax. I want to put this out there. Right. Nia Jax is not a safe worker. I just watched her come back Monday. Right. And they make her pointless. She hit Raquel Rodriguez or whoever the one it was or Perez, whoever it is. She hit her with the Samoan drop outside the ring. Mm-hmm. If she does it to you, you don't get back up from that. Right. You lay there hurt. Well, she hit her with it and Raquel Rodriguez got back up a little bit later, got in the ring. Um, and Rhea Ripley grabbed her up and did something to her. And then guess what happens now? Nia Jax is back in the ring. Right. And she's tearing up her women's champion. Right. So. Right. And that's, that's the one thing, like you said, I don't know if it's all women are like that or if it's just her. They're, you know, she's a larger woman and not necessarily round, rounder, but taller too than a lot of them and a lot of the women wrestlers are just petite and tiny or shorter and they have some some stature to them yes and it's it's a big difference in females controlling that stuff i'm not saying we can't do it but i'm a you know in my opinion males are a little bit better and not hurting each other yeah, in those rounds. Or, you know what, I, you know what yeah. I'm trying to say. If you don't understand what I'm trying to say, I apologize. <laughs> now, kicking it around, we can go through the names because we don't have to just talk about all, everybody, but WWE has names. Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair, Becky Lynch, Bailey, um, Bianca Belair, um, the wrestler formerly known as... Uh, what, what was my girl's name? Purple hair. I don't care. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Yeah, whatever she's called now. The woman formerly known as her. They had her Mercedes at Mercedes something. Isn't Mercedes. It? Yeah, Mona. Mona Mercedes. Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, we'll say Mona Mercedes. So they had these. They had star power. Yeah. They were building. They, they they have enough have and have had enough females to, in my opinion, split them split them evenly. Put your men on Raw and your women on SmackDown, or vice versa. Not prejudice. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, my, but my thing is, and then you have Japanese wrestlers that were yeah. amazing. With the exception of Kari Sen. Because Kari Sen got jacked up <laughs> by Nia Jax yeah. during this. So we won't even speak on her. Apologize for the name butchering, too. Yeah. And then we had my uh, Osaka. Asuka? Yeah. And then we had Io Shirai. What's her new name? Io Sky or something? I think so. <laughs> but I like Io Shirai. That was, that was tough. Yeah. So and you develop good women wrestlers in NXT ever mm-hmm. so y'all had one that you fired cause she was doing the nudie stuff but <laughs> I mean you, and then you have Becky Lynch as your new champion which she had never won that belt so right. I get the logical yeah that. I get that I just feel like they have three top female wrestlers that they want to mess with and the rest of them kind of get shafted right right cause their dark horse is Bailey. 
Whenever yeah. they need to build someone up, Bailey is the one that builds them up. Right. And I, I get it. Like, a lot, you know, a lot of the females are not consistent. I mean, there is a lot of times where you can look at a match and be like, oh, she botched that. Dana Brooke. Yeah. And whatever. I don't care. But you're paying them, so just let them, let them have it. Bring back our once a year women's pay-per-view matches. Right. That's all I ask. And let me just see all seven moonsault right. spots. Because every match has a moonsault. Like, that's the greatest move ever. Right. And take WrestleMania back to one night. Yeah, like, fuck that three-night shit. And quit doing these damn double double um, main, main event matches. Your last event is your main event match. You can't sit there and tell me you're going to have a main event and then a second main damn, event. Damn, she broke the table. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it, sometimes it don't be work even, like that hey, look, and it pisses me off sometimes they be having triple main events it'll be like our triple main event of right. tonight my whole pay-per-view is a main event that's the whole point point. and then the pre-show's the mid-card right like don't don't show i'm constant i'm constantly going to show you um who are they freaking roman reigns is clan um, the bloodline, the bloodline. I- i'm always going to see bloodline on Mondays and Fridays, and I'm seeing who else have we got. The Judgment who, Day now they be everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna see the Judgment Day on Monday and Fridays and Wednesday and and Wednesday. But, but then I'm gonna see who who we got. I'm gonna see um, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston once a month on SmackDown. But I'm never gonna see them on a pay per view. <laughs> like I'm tired of seeing these mother effers on Monday Friday. <laughs> And then headline on a freaking pay-per-view. Show me some other people. I'm tired of seeing the same old daggone thing. Like, where's the Steve Street Profits? Why aren't they champions? Exactly. Where have they been? I mean, they're with Bobby Lashley now. Hurt Business 2.0. It makes sense. They need to be bad guys. Because one needs to break away from the other chunky one and become a superstar. <laughs> I'm sorry, Montez Ford. Um, your partner Dawkins, he's a good wrestler because he's been around. He was like one of the funny guys in NXT. Y'all were they were a beast tag team in NXT. And that's one thing I want to say: tag team wrestling for the men in WWE. I have no problem with it because you see the Viking Raiders come back every six months after their shoulders are repaired, and Valhalla, formerly Sarah Logan, comes in and she's looking wow. I want mm-hmm. her to come and get a title. I want her to just kick one with them furry ass right. man boots. Like why can't she get a title? She got right. she looks the part. Right. Like, check out Ahsoka. It's like Ahsoka. some of these people, I'm like, give them more time. Like, I want to see more of that. Get Austin Theory off fucking TV. Right. I mean, The Rock hit him with the people's elbow tonight, so. Hell yeah. What Tonight, <laughs> we're, we're recording this in September, so we don't know where this is coming out. Right. Or, this might be some w, This might be some West Virginia Commonplace shit. But just, just know that The Rock was on TV tonight. Yeah, we might have to learn this shit as a West Virginia Commonplace joint. Nah. Not as Sparrow's under review. Yeah. Definitely check out the other show. But anyway, um, now let's go over to the AEW side. Yes. Can I speak a little bit on this? Because yeah. I I, I'm in depth on that. There was a lady named Jade Cargill. Cargill. She was their TBS, whatever. Their, their, they have two women's titles. They have a intercontinental belt, and then they have an actual heavyweight belt. Mm-hmm. She was an intercontinental champion, basically, for like the whole time the belt's been in existence. She loses to a fucking scrub that wrestled at the first all-in, which that's what... That's how AEW came out later. Someone, Chrissy Stadler. Now, the only reason that the women's division has survived in AEW, and this is going to be the hardest thing I say in this episode, is because of the WWE rejects. Tony Storm. Mm -hmm. Ruby Riot. That other 
lady from NXT that's like Ra- Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> I don't want to butcher her name and I don't want Hispanics coming to get me. So, um, it took Tony Storm. It even they even went deeper. They got fucking Paige. So that's that's if their division right. is is big just because of Paige. Mm-hmm. Paige actually wrestling. Well, I mean, you had. You didn't have a whole lot of females over there that were known names. Right. Um, yeah, you had Britt Baker and ever like they were pushing her and they're Way still pushing her She's hard. She's not a good wrestler. And I'm not taking anything away from her, but I get tired of hearing the same names the over doctor. and over again. Yeah. And it's like now Tony Storm is in every fucking thing now. And I understand right. that they're selling up whatever. And then you see, I don't mind Paige being and stuff because it's just amazing to have her back. This year, I want to say about wrestling and hold the Daniel Bryans, the edges in the world, to have people back from neck injuries. Mm-hmm. That was something that went on during this weird period of wrestling. They just come back out of nowhere. Right. But anyway, to have her wrestling, that's cool. But you don't have to shove Tony Storm down my throat. I know when she had a mental breakdown on SmackDown against Charlotte Flair and then left the WWE, she quit. She's the only wrestler I've actually seen that was getting pushed that quit. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I want to put in here real quick is all those wrestlers that left WWE going to AEW, everybody has a, an opinion on that. My opinion is this. You do whatever you want to do to survive. Right. Aleister Black had to do what he had to do. Right. And like I said, at the end of the day, at the end of the contract, it depends on which companies I think is going to treat me better. If I feel like I got treated like shit at the WWE, damn straight I'm going to go over to AEW and sign me a 180-day contract and see what what is what. Right. Because you said that they were offering some shorter contracts there, right? Right. right. A little bit longer, 180 well, days. Well, I know that. That's all you got to sit out. Okay, you okay. You don't have to take it so literally. Oh, I'm it, sorry. It was an example. Right. Now, I will say this. The only person I, that I haven't seen anybody succeed in the transfer over, Alistair Black got his own group, but they've mm-hmm. only been tr- trios champions. The women are the only ones that have done good. Um, who's some other guys? Keith Lee. Keith, let, Keith Lee, I need to talk about him real quick. Keith Lee is a waste of talent. Mm-hmm. He can't speak on the microphone. Right. He can wrestle his ass off because, again, he's a big boy doing moonsaults, which, give him his props on that. But outside of that, he's a waste of a wrestler. Mm-hmm. So the WWE wasn't wrong. That was one guy that they should have released. Right. Um, I just want to put that out there. I'm sorry, but he I get angry about him. And then he, <laughs> he stopped dying his beard, and he just went all gray on me. Yeah. And, and what's crazy is, is his girlfriend wrestles for the WWE right now. She's a bigger star than him. Part of the clique. Part of the thing with uh, AJ Styles and them. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Mia Yang? Yim? Something like that, Sorry, yeah. Something like that. Sorry if I chopped her name up. But yeah, craziness. It, this episode's wild because it's a lot of wrestling going on. Um, so spinning back and finishing up the women real fast. WWE Trump gets them with, with the names. AEW gets them with the wrestling. Right. Because they had a girl we went and seen. Uh, her last name was Hart. She joined up with that whole... Um, Malachi Black thing and I want to say shout out to Aleister Black in this he took an angle from WWE and carried it all the way over <laughs> him and Buddy Murphy with the eye thing great great work there now I will give that to you things that came from NXT your your um what were my guys called they are the undisputed ear every oh, one okay. of them jumped Bobby Fish the older one mm-hmm. that nobody cared about that was always injured he's wherever but Roderick Strong all these guys you it, called that too what you said um what is his name adam cole adam cole he goes you you told me about two weeks before it was even announced he goes adam cole's contract's about up he's leaving 
Right. Because Adam Cole, in my opinion, is not that he's the greatest mm-hmm. wrestler, but he's the second coming of Shawn Michaels. Okay. And we got to see a little bit during COVID. We, we got to see a little bit during COVID, but they kept pushing him. He was NXT superstar. Right, right. And I was like, no, they're not going to give him this much um, limelight and then just let him go. He's not leaving. And then lo and behold... Because he had matches with that guy that we must not speak of that is formerly known as Valentine Dream. They had epic battles because we would watch NXT because I'd be like, oh, NXT (laughs) pay-per-view. And they were hype. I didn't watch too much of it, to be honest. And and Adam Cole, babe, hey. Right. And even his wrestlers, the only one that was really good was uh, O'Reilly. O'Reilly was like a little um, Daniel Bryan. And that's another one we can jump into for days, but we'll go to him later. He's a he's the biggest one I think to jump that was successful. Right, I I like him. And in my the saddest jump was to see. Uh, I used to know him as Cesario, Cesaro, mm-hmm. Claudio Castellano. I don't know why they dropped the ball. WWE dropped the ball for him, because he is something that we didn't get to discuss. The Ring of Honor people that got balled up, but he's Ring of Honor's champion. He's been their champion for a while, and that's what he is known for before WWE. Right. I mean, we can go on this topic for days, so let's uh, so we'll, let's summarize. So, so this, WWE, in my opinion, is superior because of its professionalism and the way that they handle sports entertainment. Okay. AEW, I love them for wrestling, okay. but not wrestling. Right. So, to sum up, you're still WWE on top, yes. AEW second. I agree with that. I feel like AEW has a lot to improve on. If they can make some changes, get some different storylines in there, they'll be good to go. Because everybody likes a good storyline. So true. And one other thing I want to add in there, Impact Wrestling, thank you for training all the LA Knights and all the other good wrestlers (laughs) that the WWE just reaps. Right. And we can't forget about our independent wrestlers. Oh, yes. ASW in in West Virginia. Right. Where we have to go back. Um, we were to one or one event of yeah, theirs. They, it was we went very to the nice. Biggest event, yeah. Uh, so on top of all of that stuff, you know, you're not you're not limited to only watching WWE or AEW. You have all these other options that you have, and don't forget to support your local people. Um, they are if, amazing shows. Yes, if you know of any local people in the area, especially West Virginia, Ohio, Virginia, let us know. We would love to come out to in one of those Kentucky. events. Yeah, <laughs> Kentucky, <laughs> you know, whatever. Anyway, so thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and let us know what you think. Um, follow us. We do now have an Instagram. Everything can be found at, is it Sparrows Under Review? Sparrows Under Review. I think it's like SPU Under Review, but I'll get that stuff straight later. It makes that stuff so difficult. That's what I Snapping get from leaving it, leaving it up to him whatever. Gym. But um, you can also find us under uh, WV on Commonplace. And all of that stuff will link you back to Sparrows under review. Or we do have... Do you have a phone number for this? No, not yet. We'll get one going. <laughs> I got to get one. I'm sorry, y'all. But there's also, if you're listening to us on Spotify... Um, Question and we answer. We have the, the Q&A thing there. If you have any questions about anything or you want to hear us talk about anything, or if you just want to want to just tell us, shut the hell up, go ahead. I don't care. I'll publish that note for you. Sometimes I like to throw a poll up there. Um, Shout out King Germ. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just messing. 
No, we, you know we like you. Um, but yeah, we want to know what you want to hear to. Hear to. Hear about. No doubt in that. Yeah. So I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. It can be hard to teach your kids about how their emotions can affect their actions and attitudes. Sometimes it is the smallest thing that can make us angry and react in unkind ways. What Should Dragon Do follows Dragon and her two roommates as they navigate the everyday irritations of living together. Dragon responds in anger when things don't always go her way. Through question and answer, kids learn how to choose patience and kindness and how to make better choices. Written by Stephanie Webb with beautiful and colorful illustrations by KidsArt, What Should Dragon Do will make you laugh as you read about Dragon and her adventures with her friends. What Should Dragon Do can be ordered online through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Chapters Indigo, or directly from the publisher at freesandpress.com. It is also available as an audiobook on Audible.